The People's Talk Show is starting now and it's time for business. Let's talk about today's news and give me a call. All right, we <laughs> we are live for a Thursday edition of the People's Talk Show. And uh, running a little bit behind on, on the back end, but, you know, scrambling, trying to put together some last minute things. But I uh, wanted to connect uh, this, uh, this evening, have a little fun and just, you know, lay back a little bit and try to make sense of all the craziness happening in the world on top of uh, everything else. But hope everyone is doing well. As always, welcome to the live stream. Looking forward to finding out what's on your radar, what you guys keep an eye on. As always, there's more than enough stories we can touch on, but I have maybe four or five stories that caught my attention. And I guess more importantly, uh, from an entertainment standpoint, <laughs> another movie uh, that was just the trailer was just released. I'm sure by now everyone's heard about it uh, called Civil War that's coming in spring of next year. So interesting trailer, very timely to say the least, but uh, coincidental as far as the timing of all these videos coming out, dropping all these um, subliminal messages slash predictive programming. Mm, who knows? But, you know, it, it's entertaining to say the least. But looking forward to finding out what's on your radar. And hopefully everything is flowing smoothly. Uh, give me a, let me get it a second here. But those who are plugged in, let me know via thumbs up in the chat if the audio is good so that I know I'm not talking to myself. And of course, this is going to be just a, you know, a very light live stream this evening we'll see where it takes us want to get as much uh, participation interaction as possible and also i haven't done a little face-to-face -face, you know in a good little minute for a live stream so uh, if you guys have interest in basically just coming on the show and uh, asking a question sharing a thought would definitely love to uh have you guys participate so uh hopefully everything is flowing smoothly let me know in the chat man hopefully more people are notified it's kind of late but i'll just go through the things that caught my attention and uh, get you guys chime in as well What's up, Daryl, my friend? How you doing? Okay, got thumbs up there, so everything should be flowing smoothly. All right, so um, we got Ed checking in. Mike, appreciate you, man. So more people are plugging in. And I wish, you know, the, the bell notifications actually worked. I don't know if people get notified these days or what. So it's kind of like just throwing it up in the air and seeing what sticks. But we'll make the best of it. Fishbowl Media, how you doing? All right. So for those who are plugged in thus far, if you don't mind, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hopefully, as always, uh, these little bit of uh, acts of kindness, acts of love <laughs> shows the uh, YouTube God or the YouTube algorithms that you guys want to uh, connect and make sure you're notified. So um, it looks like my screen is acting up on me on the back end here. So let me see what's going on here. Let me see what I'm missing here. All right. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's okay. All right. So let's uh, not waste any more time. Okay. I want to get your thoughts on a variety of subjects. So we'll touch on that as always. Feel free to throw out anything to come across your radar. And I'll go through some headlines that caught my attention, see where it takes us. So let's have a little fun. Uh, but before I do that, I always got to big up my people over for Patriots <laughs> because the more of these warning signs were being given, in reference to just taking some precautionary measures to make sure that you're not left stranded, left on the high end without anything. I'm going to continue to remind people the importance of emergency preparedness. And so I appreciate the support from four Patriots to show the channel love, as well as give you guys a chance to get your 
calories up, get your weight up, you get your, you know, get your energy up, you name it. So uh, if you go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD, you guys can get a variety of items they have here. And I want to say, you know, I have (laughs) quite an assortment of uh, emergency preps. And so I'm very grateful to be able to get this stuff. And so they got all the stuff you need. Water water purification system is going to be crucial, people. Make sure you got your water purification. You got your solar generators. You got your food. You got your seeds. And you get your medicines as well. Just stuff you just never know when you might need it. If you do, if you don't, better to have it than not. And also to make sure I big up uh, their power generator as well. Uh, something that you don't want to do without the stuff hits the fan. So forpatriots.com forward slash RTD. Check them out. And uh, Make sure you stay prepared, people. All right, let's jump right into it. Okay, so um, I actually, you know, had a lot of this stuff prepared yesterday, but didn't get a chance to come getting around to having a live stream. But uh, yeah, I, I I saw the trailer for the movie Civil War, and a lot of interesting you know, nuances throughout the movie. Uh, one of the main themes is division amongst the states. There's a breakup of the states. It looks like for some reason they picked two of the most unlikely states to join forces in this movie, Texas and California. But then again, that plays into some of the um, drama and stuff like that. But it says Kirsten Dunt documents a divided America and a president, Nick Offerman and shocking civil war trailer. And I'm sure by now everybody's had a chance to uh, watch the trailer. And of course, when it comes out, I mean, just for entertainment's sake, of course, I'm going to go see it, but curious to get your guys' thoughts on it. But I did catch a lot of interesting comments on Twitter uh, yesterday that I wanted to make sure I highlight just because it's interesting perspective. Uh, and so this is from Sovereign Bruh. It says, the media's predictive programming machinery is set to max overdrive right now. It says, first, the Obama movie about cyber attacks. Now this film about a civil war in America where American right-wingers are depicted murdering civilians and journalists. It says the elites are dead set on conditioning as much fear and hysteria in the left as they possibly can in preparation preparation for whatever lies ahead. And so, of course, the trailer here. And then some of the things that stood out here was the the map. Let me see if I can get to this map here. Uh, Where's this map? Let me get to this part. So it's real faint. It's real subtle. Let me see if I can find a map where to go. Uh, yeah, here we go. So this map right here, this map on the screen is real subtle, but as you can see, it's the, their representation or version of a divided America. And so you got the blue, dark blue, you got the light blue. And so it's just, you know, it's just a lot of detail once again in this movie here. And so it'll be interesting to see how things play out. And then here's another little idea that somebody shared and uh make stuff just make you think and so giving a uh, this is an overall synopsis of what the movie's about it says here a new film coming to america in spring of 24 here are my takeaways it says 19 states appear to have seceded from the union and are called the western forces i.e california texas as well as the florida alliance they appear to be in war against the u.s government it says the western forces will reach the white house on july 4th the U.S. military appears to be activated and fighting against Americans to the point of dropping airstrikes on American citizens. They've dropped airstrikes on American citizens before. 
was that Boston? I think I heard it was. I saw some video footage from it. it says at the zero eight mark, the second mark, you got a three term president at the 41st second, 40, 41st second mark. There's a map and a reflection. I just showed you that at the 51 second mark, there's a sign on the building that says Jesus saves. It says the story appears to follow a uh, team of journalists possibly trying to expose what's going on. They shoot journalists on site at the Capitol. And so, yeah, just uh, more interesting events unfolding right now. And I think what, what's, what's different about this movie trailer is that um, on top of the, I guess, cyber event that was a part of the first movie from the Obamas, here we got the Civil War aspect. And so there clearly was a civil war or civil unrest for sure in New York City during that first movie uh, from Netflix, Leave the World Behind. And so could this movie here be picking up on some of the more intricate details of civil unrest within cities? And so who knows? We'll find out. But, you know, once again, it's entertainment until it's not. But it's one of those things where it's only so many of these warnings, heads up, or just, you know, fluke, you know, entertaining uh, experimentations they're putting out there that before something like this actually pops off whether or not it's on this type of magnitude who knows but it's worth paying attention to just because yeah you never know what's going on and so the idea of being as prepared as you can for whatever you know can never be understated so just something worth for bringing to your attention curious to get your thoughts on that and uh here's another little issue that we'll probably hear more about ammo prices set to rise substantially and so this came out article was released a week ago or actually about two weeks ago now but it flew under the radar and so if, if you're not in the uh, ammunition the guns or you know stuff like that you probably wouldn't have noticed it and so i follow you know several people in this line of entertainment so i, I caught a hold of this and i thought i would just bring it to your attention because once again we witnessed the ammo issue back when the uh lockdown slash shutdown of the economy happened all the shelves were bare as everybody named mother ran out to get some guns and ammunition. We had the highest amount of um, guns being sold during that one year stretch in 2001, I think it was. And so imagine heading into a new year of uncertainty. We know that things are not looking all that healthy overall. And so we got all these warning signs flashing. I had assumed that the shelves would be bare again when it comes to ammo. So, for my people who love to make sure that you get your lead up, might want, might want to take advantage of uh, the opportunity to get it now because it's one thing is for sure, it will become un un unobtainable at some point or unaffordable, or you're going to have to pay a hefty premium for whatever you get. And because in a worst case scenario, you know, every shot counts. <laughs> so you won't be, you, you can't afford really to not be on point with your accuracy. But real quick, uh, it says Vista Outdoor, a parent company to many firearm businesses, told, news, told Newsweek that it will be substantially increasing its ammunition prices due to, quote, an anticipated global shortage of gunpowder. Anticipated. So is that like uh, they got the heads up or they were told by certain governments that they're going to have to start selling to them and less to the public? Mm, who knows? Says the Minnesota-based company confirmed the authenticity of December 1st letter sent to customers that it would go ahead with uh, across-the-board increase of ammunition and gunpowder prices on January 1st. Says due to world events, our suppliers have notified us unprecedented demand for anticipated global shortage of gunpowder. 
yada, yada, yada. So it says companies that will increase the prices, Remington, Elliant Powder, CCI, Federal, CVI Shot, and Spear. So we got shotgun shells, rifle, handgun, tutu. We got Premier. We got Lion Powder. You name it. So January 1st, expect the prices on the shelves to go up. And so that's just an ammo. So I'd imagine every other area of life, who knows, but this is just what's happening in the mainstream caught my attention. And of course we got Jerome Powell, third pause. I mean, all that stuff right there after a while, you know, you could come to expect more of the same from the uh, federal reserve banking system. And so here's something else we're paying attention to. This came out the other day. UK could be brought to a halt at any moment by cyber attack a report warned. So they got one of their government entities says the joint committee on the national security strategy says the largest swaths of cr- critical infrastructure are vulnerable to ransomware attacks. So you mean to tell me government spent all this bread to maintain themselves and they can't protect themselves as far as their cyber security or this is just more priming for what they would like to lay as a foundation to as, as their bet as they as their arguing point saying that you know we warned you that we were you know vulnerable here and there so if you really were vulnerable why would you be telling people that because you might want to protect yourselves anyway real quick here it says parliament's joint committee on the national security strategy said responsibility for tackling ransom attacks should be taken off the home office it says which uh reports accused of giving political priority to other issues. So they're basically saying that we haven't been paying attention the way we should have. So it's a vulnerable issue. And it says the UK is unprepared for a large scale ransomware attack at any moment could be brought to a standstill as news reports. So ransomware, cyber, civil unrest, man, just, yeah, this is what's happening. And then you factor in, we have UK Metro's bank down leaving customers without access to their accounts. So this was as of today, it says, ah, man, <laughs> a bank is down. On top of all the banks we've had here in the, in, the, in the US. UK Metro Bank experienced widespread outage on Thursday, rendering online services and mobile apps, mobile apps inaccessible. Thousands of customers left without access to their accounts. Concerns escalate over the impact and duration of this disruption. So just, for the sake of hypothetical experimentation, just thought process here. So we got all this cyber attack information. We know the World Economic Forum has some plan, Cyber Polygon, uh, which is gonna be, and I did a video a while ago, I forgot the name of it, uh, but it was one where the central banks and the governments were working together. Ah, Let me think of it. Not sure offhand, but I did a video on it. Uh, Let me, oh man, let me see if I can grab this video real quick because it's gonna bug me if I don't. Um, it was an exercise that took place earlier this year. Uh, cyber, let me see here. Uh, let me see if I can go through the catalog real quick and find it. Um, no sanctions. Oh, man, it's gonna bug me anyway. So, it was a very, it was a weird name, I forgot the name of it, but it was something that was like, okay. You got all these governments, central banks, and everybody in their mother preparing for hypotheticals. Like, damn, they got the they got their user guide already ready for what they'll do in response to an event that they know is coming. Yeah. Anyway, keep it moving. So, so my, my point was, imagine um, just more of the 
unfortunate news of just being connected to the internet. So if telecommunications go down, internet go down, uh, you, you name it, access to bank accounts, all the stuff like that is offline. Life won't be the same for everybody. Everything comes to a halt. And how, how, how ironic is it that the, their solution will end up being when things come back online in order to log in, in order to get access to your local internet provider, you're more than likely going to have to have a digital ID so they can, as they, as they say, so they can verify that it's you. So just go through a couple of scenarios here. An event occurs, whether it be, you know, with the markets or something to cover up the markets or an event to cover up the, as of right now, the landslide victory that Donald Trump would have if they actually allow the election to go through. So those are some three scenarios. The market go down as an event, uh, an intentional cyber event to, to do with covering up the banks or the presidential event. So those are three catalysts in 2024 on top of whatever else. Okay. So an event occurs, the time frame could be, it's not, I don't see it. I don't see it being a prolonged, you know, like half a year, a year type of thing. Cause they want to still control things and keep things, you know, relatively calm and mild. Cause they don't want to lose complete control. They want to basically like this past, uh, health event we had, you know, two weeks to slow the curve, that type of narrative. So it could be a two week, which turned into, you know, several months, but it depending on where it's at geographically, it could be, you know, ideal two weeks, no internet, you know, think about how slow life would be, you know, all, you know, access to retail, shopping, clothes, banks. I mean, yeah, so definitely everybody's gonna be on pause, but then after what, maybe seven, about five days, there's gonna be um, a lot of unrest as far as people uh, not being able to get access to things they want. And I think the power probably will still be on, but just like that movie, no telecommunications, therefore just being disconnected, not knowing anything. And then of course, when people don't have answers to their questions, what happens, they tend to roam. And so people will probably venture out looking for answers. And then of course, come across all types of crazy stuff. But the point is during that time frame there, it's going to be complete confusion. And so it's going to be a short period of time, in my opinion, just because they don't want people to go completely ballistics and they don't want everybody to kill off population. They, go, they want to do save a little something for themselves, I think. So the point is when things do come back on, however it comes back on, it's going to come on with some criteria, things you have to meet because their solution on top of that would be the digital ID. You got to, Somehow the government will announce that, you know, in order to prevent future hacking and, you know, guard your safety, you know, we're going to have you log on with this government issue, digital ID, whatever it be called. And so everybody will have to activate it. It's basically your social security number and maybe a photo ID or something like that just to get into the system. So, bam, they got you. They know where you're at in real time outside of what they already know. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Then. Because things are going to be chaotic with the banking sector, the people who have a lot, they've already gotten out. So they're not as, as they're not as they're not as worse off as people who are the middle class, the working class, the the, the day to day drivers of the economy. They're going to be extremely hurt. And then you got the government funded individuals at the bottom. They're going to sign up first. No hands down. But OK, so you, now you got your digital ID, you got your CBDC plugged in. 
because that's going to come next because you got you to get your access to cash to get back into the system to get things operational. So think about this. Uh, let me see. So the banks um, are have the banking sex structure has been rebooted. Credit unions might be on the back end. A lot of regional banks might be on the back end. The too big to fail banks are going to be heavily um, recapitalized because it's good to say that all the digital ID CBDCs will somehow, some way filter in, in, in parallel with the banks as well as having, because the banks will always have access to the Federal Reserve System. So the Federal Reserve System will be the gatekeeper where, where this entire surveillance of all transactions and stuff will take place in cooperation with the, with the big, too big to fail banks. So it's going to like be a parallel banking structure where they'll work hand in hand. And of course, it'll be mimicking your old bank account where you walk, log into your, your Wells Fargo app. But then again, it might be directly tied into the digital ID slash CBDC all into the same payment railway. You know, it's, it can get real technical, but yet simple because it's all digits that they can see and control in real time. So anyway, it's just, you know, some hypothetical talk that I'm just, you know, talking through as we go. But anyway, so all those events I just listed, you can see how at the end of all that comes the digital tyranny that, they're working towards now. So, okay, keep it moving. <sighs> Got that off my chest. Okay, so here's another little heads up. Um, this here, it's you know, it's it's it's, it's relatively uh, thought provoking because James Rickards, you know, aka CIA, you know, agent, whatever you want to call him, like him or not, doesn't matter. He's very uh, plugged in with some things. He gives his five 2024 forecast here. And I I summarize it somewhat just to make it easier, not have to go through everything. But here's the five points he touched on in greater detail, saying the presidential election and political landscape will be very problematic. We know that. And so he's basically talking about Joe Biden is not even his right frame of mind. So eventually they're going to replace him with somebody if they plan on having him or having the Democratic Party plans on having a viable candidate of some type. But it doesn't matter because Trump is already landslide favored in every state it seems so you know more than likely chance of it being a straight straight shot presidential election not, not possible then he mentions a global recession economic slowdowns in major economies like china the u.s and japan along with an existing european union recession are leading to predictions of a global recession and an influence by china's economic challenges and stringent u.s monetary policy so that's one of the things he sees coming up this year so presidential chaos global recession Ukraine conflict. And so as of right now, I heard some stories earlier that um, uh, Vladimir Putin has, um, what is it? It was, uh, what is it? He announced, um, the, you know, a victory. He's, he claims defeat over Ukraine. So I, I didn't dive into it much, but of course, the, an article came out from the Western media saying that, you know, Putin's run, economy is running hot. They're taking losses financially and all that other stuff. I'm like, dude, like, come on now. If U.S. Intel is giving us that, like, we know we can't trust U.S. intel <laughs> anyway, but Ukraine conflict in 2024 will be irrelevant because I think they're gonna, we're going to be on a, we're going to have a lot more issues to worry about. So then the Middle East tensions, it says increased conflicts in, uh, involving Israel, Hamas, Hezbollah and Houthi rebels are anticipated with potential uh, escalation and into border regional conflicts, broader, uh, including Iran. So believe me, the U.S. will definitely love an opportunity in 2024 while the world's distracted all types of other stuff to go into Iran because Iran seems to be the 
the the the middleman and a lot of the Middle East activity dealing with Russia and China. Iran is right dab in the middle, it seems. And then lastly here, uh, this is the fifth thing he talked about, the banking crisis and market predictions. He says a second wave of banking crises um, are, are predicted, particularly impacting mid-sized regional banks, potentially leading to a broader financial crisis. Stock markets are expected to decline, but sectors like energy, defense, U.S. government securities could see gain. So these are the five areas that Richards forecasted in his little thingy here. So, okay, what else we got here? And then on to an, another important subject matter that has to do with surveillance and everything else. So I follow Ed Edward Snowden. I think uh, he definitely, since he fled the country, keeps it 100 with his analysis. But yesterday he put out a tweet talking about uh, the NDAA, which stands for the National Defense Authorization Act, AKA the Patriot Act, which came into existence in 2001 and has basically been the primary tool that the government has used annually to further uh, surveil the world and U.S. citizens without our permission, unconstitutionally speaking. And it looks like as of the last 48 hours, there was a lot of heavy debate back and forth on a, on a small piece of legislation that was crammed into the recent defense bill that passed, unfortunately. And so he's basically, he was, you know, blowing the sounding a trumpet, telling everybody to be aware of what they were trying to go get passed. And unfortunately today it did pass and a lot of Republicans signed on to it. So this goes into the whole, um, digital surveillance that is underway. But real quick, it says Congress has voted to pass NDAA in which they deceitfully concealed an extension of the warrantless spy program, section 702. Universally opposed, uh, universally opposed by the public. Said last year, the FBI exploited 702 to spy on Americans, protesters, donors, even Congress more than 200,000 times. And so it says NDA heading to Biden for signature. So Republicans, there was 147 Republicans. And so there's a list of those Republicans put out uh, via the public today, basically saying that these are the people who literally have signed over our country to their true backers, not the not the American people that put them in office. So, so basically saying they're traitors, they're traitors to the American people. So let's see if I can real quick find that list. But anyway, the list is out there if you guys care. But uh, a lot of people are not happy. There is rightfully so because they more the same. So this is the bill. U.S. Congress passes mammoth $886 billion defense bill now headed to Joe's death. So almost a trillion dollars going to more death, death and destruction. The NDA Authorization Act provision for aid Ukraine and funding to counter China. So literally more so Zelensky came to town right in time because he came asking for 61 billion he probably won't get a lot more <laughs> so yeah um Zelensky yeah he's you know this dude is cleaning up cleaning house okay what else so this is just some more information as to what some of the details of that surveillance is and how basically it will allow all your small mom and pop businesses to spy on you in a sense so here's more information here about how that bill plays out. So it basically is just an extension of the government being able to spy on you outside of what they already do. 
and in more fine-tuned, detailed ways down to, you know, the cameras inside of coffee shops and all types of things that, you know, they were able to do before, but now they can like legally do it. So anyway, that's what it is. Um, all right. So enough of me ranting, enough of me ranting. For those who are plugged in, this was a, somewhat of a late night, last minute live stream, but I wanted to get your thoughts on the Civil War movie, this NDAA that went through, uh, you name it. You know, what's on your radar tonight? Let's talk. Uh, hopefully the phone lines work. So feel free to call in. Let me know what's on your radar. We could talk for a little bit, see where it takes us. If it does, if not, then, you know, tomorrow's Friday. And uh, should be a good day. But anyway, so feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions, questions in the chat. What other subjects is worth bringing to the table? Because this is the People's Talk Show. So I want to make sure I stay connected to the people. The best way to learn is to make sure you stay connected with your people. So I appreciate you guys for joining me and uh, looking forward to finding out what's on your radar. Uh, what else we got here? Do, 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 do. Uh, a lot of back and forth in the chat here. It says robot reboot, reboot, access, achieve uh please look into the camera to confirm id <laughs> uh yeah interesting times ahead when the power if the power goes down i don't i mean i just i, I find it i would i would find it very unlikely that we would get like a prolonged blackout i could see a bit a you know more of a shorter term blackout to cause a lot of panic and uncertainty, then it kicks back on. But then like sale and internet don't work because like it's complete chaos, chaos. If ain't no, ain't no internet, ain't no uh, power, but let's talk. All right. We got here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Been picking up on what's going on out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, signs are everywhere. <laughs> hey, 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 um, uh, I, I sent you uh, one video with uh, that that Tucker Carlson Alex Jones interview. Yeah. If you can throw that in the queue, that was that was a very good interview. Uh, especially since you know a lot of us kind of know what's going on already. Yeah. But if somebody somebody has a family member or a friend as we all do uh that haven't believed what's going on well maybe they'll believe tucker carlson since he's quote unquote more mainstream than alex yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so, so that that's all i have for tonight i'm, I'm get off the phone and and uh listen to the rest enjoy the rest of the show appreciate you man thanks for calling in as always yeah, be, be good. Um, some interesting news here. Let me get uh, some interesting news here. Let me find out what this is about here. It says, on X News, the 12 largest banks in the United States have officially informed their credit card providers that they will stop requiring their services as of midnight Thursday. Mm, let me try. Okay. So, yeah, um, that is definitely... That is large. Let me let me let me look at this on largest banks. That is definitely um some interesting news. Let me find out more about this. Uh, okay, I see something right here. Let me grab this on the screen here. Let me see what we got here. It says twelve. Okay, this is from Jack Straw. Twelve of the largest banks in the United States officially notify the credit card as of Thursday, December fourteenth. So as of tonight, as of to midnight, like as in two hours. Looks like you know the credit card game is 
about to change. Um, so once again, like, is I'm not sure if this is official, you know, like official source. Where's the word? You know, somebody said, where's the sources of confirm this? So, but uh, anything is possible. <laughs> Clearly, hello, caller. Where are we calling from? Yo, Mike is Gio from NYC. NYC is in the building. What's going on, my friend? So you mind? Yeah, so um, I did check out the Civil War trailer, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's giving the Forever Purge. Mm-hmm. You know, me being a big fan of the Purge series, which I think it, I find it to be interesting. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my favorite has to be the the last one, the Forever Purge. Yeah. So in that movie, it's it, it's almost the same thing where the whole country all of literally tearing itself apart mm-hmm. and the only way to like get out is to escape to canada or mexico mm-hmm. so I'm, i think they're already you know programming us to like you know they're already giving us hints here and there but also another thing too i think the most the the the, the most uh, probability one is um the demolition man have you ever seen demolition man demolition with wesley snipes yeah, Wesley. Snipes. Oh man, that's the old school. I, I I've seen it, but I I forgot. It. Give me the rundown. Give me give me the snips on that. It's been a minute. Yeah. So I was, you know, I think Sylvester Stallone did an incredible job in that movie. But that movie and anybody else in the chat, you guys could comment as well. If you've seen Demolition Man, I believe first they, there has to be a complete collapse. Mm-hmm. Not just not just in California, which that's where it takes place in the movie, but just the entire country. There has to be some sort of big collapse, and then that's when this reset will happen, and then it will look, everything will look just perfect. And who knows, man, we all might be eating at Taco Bell because that's the only restaurant that survives. <laughs> but then once again, like, survive as far as, because they're not going to have no payment methods. I mean, like, if, 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 like the, if, the, if the internet situation blackout power out, then, like, you know, what are people going to use? Because most people don't got cash. So, like, you know, people going people won't be paying for food put like that. <laughs> they're gonna go back there. They're gonna go behind the desk. Go behind the counter and get their own food. I.e., you know, unrest and everything else. So, um, won't be an orderly fashion of standing in line waiting on your food at that point. <laughs> Interesting times ahead, Mike. The only thing I could say is, man, just pray up, man. Oh. Pray up and. 2024 you know what what kevin bacon did man in the movie just mm-hmm. stock up or whatever you can because they it, it's clear that these these people especially barack man they're warning us already bro yeah 100 man appreciate your call my friend yeah, man. Be good. Care, Mike. Yep. um yeah that is real that is real oh man just you know it, it's it's so as of right now heading into christmas this is a time to just, and I look back and reflect on this year, just you know, being grateful for the year and all the blessings in my life. And of course, you know, with the community itself, you guys definitely, if you plugged in, you're awake and aware. God has been so good to us. It's just, uh, you know, just a lot to be grateful for. And outside of what the enemy would like to do, you know, God is still in control. He's still working things out for his own, for our good rather. And so uh, even in the midst of all this chaos and pandemonium that the you know, enemy has set up, you know, through all this, you know, there's still going to be opportunity. Like, you know, the chaos won't impact everybody equally. And so the biggest thing is like being able to be aware and in tune with what's going on. Of course, stand prayed up, of course, looking for ways to be a blessing to other people, but also realizing that during this process of uncertainty, if we get to that point, you know, on the other side of that, because nothing lasts forever. 
you know, the goal is to be better off on the back end of all this chaos. And that's where I think like, you know, uh, you know, having a specific strategy, of course, you know, you say you get your gold, your silver, all that stuff, that's fine. But, you know, you're going to need more than that. You know, you're going to need more than like the, the wealth preservation tools. That's, you know, that's for the back end to reboot yourself financially. Sure. But, you know, basically, you know, having your health, having everybody, your loved ones taken care of, having security, having, you know, a structured house where you can lay your head at night with, with safety. Those are all going to be things that, you know, you have to maintain. And on top of that, I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, using my creative processes to figure out, you know, how can I, you know, further expand uh, what little bit I do have so that, um, you know, I'm able to come out on the other end financially okay, as well as socially, spiritually, even probably politically, you know what I'm saying? Like might end up, end up getting into the political sphere because if you're awake and, and in tune, you can literally, you know, you can be a, a voice that people will definitely cling to if you're speaking truth. So you can be a, a person that people will want to, you know, put in positions of uh, power or of authority or something like that in a political sense, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how, how that'll play out, but who knows, man, what else we got here? Okay. I'm missing, I'm missing many calls. Uh, yeah. Forgive me. Yeah. Give me a call back. I'll get you on here, man. Sorry about that. Um, what else we got here? The worst D grade film. What's we fishbowl? We talk about which, which movie? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, demolition man. looks like, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, that was one of that was a futuristic movie, if I'm not mistaken. It says everybody's moving away, going to Costa Rica. Ah, yeah, Costa Rica, man. It, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place. It's extremely expensive, man. So yeah, the, I mean, not everybody can afford to sustain themselves there. But what I would say, what is it? Untapped, but problematic politically speaking but nicaragua is a is a country that is untapped in the sense that it has not been americanized yet and i was just there a couple of weeks ago and got a good lay of the land and it looks like because you know their president was his name uh Oriega? no what's his name there can't think of his name anyway china is building a road along the east coast that's going to connect all those countries um so it's going to be heavily influenced by china therefore they're going to have china's going to definitely have their influence there politically speaking as well as you know society wise as far as all that digital stuff and so you're not going to really escape all that stuff but um yeah once again could be a good opportunity who knows uh carlos says rtd maybe a cyber blackout will happen will happen after bitcoin gets to one million uh players cashing out but if i go silver they control everything um yeah so i mean that's another that's a whole other ball game there because as of right now following this etf stuff i'm seeing a lot of excitement because you got blackrock who gets a chance to meet with gary gensler and sec couple times a week to talk about the etf and then you got all these other companies so as of now i think the list i think it's like 12 to 14 of the major institutions is looking daniel ortega good point um just looking to get access to the etf but once again it's like the game is once this etf gets passed literally like and I, like always whenever the banksters get involved they take over stuff you know what i'm saying so it's like 
in the short term, there might be a rally, but then again, they're going to control the entry and exit points to where, you know, what good will it be? Like always, control is going to end up in their hands. On top of that, I'm seeing more and more about how the miners right now are starting to censor certain transactions, i.e. if it's not KYC, AML type uh, approving, then they're going block to block your transaction. So if the miners can do it, Actually, let me share something with you. This is um, yesterday I shared uh, this tweet from somebody that, you know, anybody, when anybody comes out skeptical, critical about the current, you know, praise and worship or or maximum maximalism of Bitcoin, I, I pay attention because I'm like, OK, finally, somebody who's not like, you know, gun ho it's only Bitcoin, nothing else type of you know philosophy. But this is from Chris Black. Never heard of him until I saw this. It says, this is not a good chart. He says, two mining pools, both of them force all miners to KYC, comprise 55% of the Bitcoin hash rate. He says, we could see we could be one chess move away from some big problems for Bitcoin. But even worse is the fact that nobody really wants to talk about it. Where's the urgency? So basically, he's talking about you got Foundry, USA, and Antpool controlling 55% of the hash power, meaning that they have more than enough power to cause some disruptions in the blockchain. If they had, they're in a position right now to basically they'd pull off a 51% attack if they wanted to. So, mind you, if you got two of the primary players here, the government easily can just come to them and, you know, threaten them a little bit. And that could cause a major issues with, with Bitcoin. On, on top of the fact, there's other. You know, there's other um, mining pools in other countries, whatever. But still, it's becoming essentially controlled, so it's no longer decentralized. Is the point? And so, this is just one of many other problems that will surface in the near future. So, these are things that make it make me very skeptical. Uh, LBC LBP says, Mike, when you go back to Cuba, um, man, like it's not as easy as it used to be. So, I actually looked into it, but. You gotta, you know, you can't fly directly to Cuba, so I gotta go to Mexico. I gotta fly to Mexico to Mexico over, and that just take too long. So, no plans on going, but definitely do want to go. I've, I've been, I've been checking it out. I've been trying to get back. Uh, I love some Cuba, man. And I was, th- I was just actually having a conversation with somebody the other day about this. Like, there's only been one or two countries where I believe, and it, it, it seems as if the food and the fruit were a hundred percent organic, homegrown, no hormone, steroid type induced meats and stuff like that because it tasted nasty. I mean, that's not one of the reasons. One of the reasons why it tasted funny to my taste buds because I'm only used primarily to artificial preservatives, you know, you know, chicken from the grocery store type stuff, which is not real chicken, point in case. And so Cuba is one of those places where, you know, because of the embargo and stuff like that, you know, a lot of the stuff is actually grown there or it's imported from Europe and other countries where they have more stringent food codes to where they don't allow all that artificial stuff. So the food tastes different, but it's healthier. And so I was, you know, just, you know, the, the chicken and it's just, the portions are small. It's just, it's, it's different. It's noticeably different and it tastes, the quality of the food is better. And so I was just in a little side note of where one of the things I miss, <laughs> what else we got here? Uh, mail-in voting will fix things. So, oh, said Joshua's mail-in voting will fix things. So, we're voting for Trump. <laughs> Man, I will be very, very surprised if 
between now and November. Something don't jump off. Because as of right now, with the Federal Reserve pausing, that's basically showing signs that at some point they're going to have to cave in and give. And so how will the remarkers respond? It's going to be very favorable heading into the head into the uh, election year because they want people to have that wealth effect all the way around. But uh, the question is, with all the things happening on Main Street, the layoffs, you got the bank situation, you got the bank credit card situation, you got I'm seeing more and more of the commercial real estate, you know, major skyscrapers in downtown areas, like literally going for pennies on a dollar. So it's just so many other things that, you know, they can't control. And so it's like, okay, how do you cover it up? Do you just literally try to pump the markets so high where people feel as if their portfolios or 401ks is going higher and all that other stuff. But then again, in the main street, the items of the, the everyday items, grocery stores and stuff like that, those prices got to go high too. So anyway, man, it'd be hard for them to keep this thing going, but we'll see. We will see. Time will tell. Uh, let me see. Did I miss some cards? Yep. Uh, yeah. Once again, anyway, what we got here? 44 minutes. All right, my man. All right, my good people. <laughs> Not Kenneth Gibson. What the hell? Not real chicken. Uh, psst. Depending on where it's like, go to so like, so type in like Walmart chicken in Twitter or in, or TikTok or something like that, and of course take it with a grain of salt. But I, I, these people literally, I, you know, the fake meat is everywhere, and, and they're get it's getting better to where you may not know what you're eating unless you know what unless you unless you caught it, killed it, and cleaned it and cooked it yourself. Beyond that, anything else is technology nowadays make things taste extra good, but it ain't real. Uh, the cigars, <laughs> of course, and the rum, and the rum. Juan Parameda. <laughs> That's a song and a cigar brand. I didn't know that until I got there. Uh, I ate pizza every day in Italy uh, for a straight week, and I did not gain weight. The cheese. That's another thing. The cheese, man. Cheese outside this country. Cheese in South America is real cheese. Like, like so the, the difference in cheese is that you can actually leave cheese out on a counter and it'd be okay. Whereas in American cheese, you got to keep it in the fridge because of the preservatives, the additives. If not, it molds quick. Real cheese don't mold like that. That's something I learned from being outside the country. Look for those rubbery things in your meat. <laughs> uh, I'm late. Thanks for all you do, Mike. Yeah, appreciate you, Laura. Laura, just uh, checking in late. Just uh, talking about another movie that caught everybody's that caught my attention. So, assuming it caught everybody else's as well. All right, let's get some more people on here. Let me see if I can get you on there. Hello, Carlos. Where we calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Mike from Coquitlam, oh, Jesus Christ, Coquitlam, California. Mike from Cali. What's going on, my friend? Give me some good news. Oh, it's good. It's like I was going to ask you about the government cheese. Remember from the day they gave it. He gave it to us. The block? The, the block? Yeah, I remember the block. Yeah, the block. <laughs> you know how long that, that they had that cheese in storage for in the limestones? I have no idea. I have no idea. They, they set that up back in the depression. So they had that cheese stocked up for how many years with all this preservatives and stuff underground. <clears throat> and then they just hand it out like it's safe to eat. And 
you know, that's why look look into that government cheat. I got it on the screen right now. I got I got the I got the box. I got it the the, the big uh, rectangle box on the screen right now. <laughs> it's not that it's not even fake milk. It might or fake cheese that you're eating. It's just been sitting there for you know a century. <laughs> <laughs> I know they uh, is, they had like the strategic uh, petroleum reserve. The same they had the same thing with cheese. Yeah, and they had to dump it out because it was going to go bad. You know, so it's just how long ago did they make that cheese you consume? Is the question. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a good question. You, you get it from the farmer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the government cheese. Hey, yeah, I, I even I haven't thought about that or had none of that. I remember making uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Them boys used to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because there's all the preservatives that made them taste good. <laughs> oh man, appreciate you, man, for calling in, my friend. Anything else going yeah. on in Cali? Oh man, uh, hopefully a little bit of rain coming maybe next week. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, I can get my uh, water tanks filled up again because I haven't paid water uh, paid for water for my yard since I've got those installed. For real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got. Uh, what is it? About thirteen hundred gallons uh, IBC totes. Mm -hmm. I got them on all of the downspouts of my house. Really? Okay, doing it big, man. Yeah. So, so every time it rains, the last year Hurricane Hillary, that uh, I haven't paid for water since then. Hey, no priority. Way to uh, use Mother Nature for at, you know at your uh, at your benefit the way you, we we're supposed to. I got to store the water so I can water all my crops. You know, I, I got orange trees and I'm eating out here, you know, yeah, <laughs> real stuff too. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Cause I've had these orange trees here all my life. My grandmother had them back in the day. Mm -hmm. These are real orange trees. You eat these compared to the store-bought stuff. Oh man. It's, it's oranges and oranges. You know, it's, it's not even, it's not even oranges. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate your call, my friend. Be blessed out there. Take it easy. That'd be good. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Hello? Oops. Hello? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi there. Hi there. Who am I speaking with? LBP. We got a little LBP. How you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, good, 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 good. Hey, Mike, I just wanted to say something real quick about that movie, you know? Yeah. Which one, the first one or the second one? Well, the first one, the, the We Left Behind. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. What do you call it? Uh, 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 the, the, the whole movie's about trying to program you, like, trying to tell everybody to act crazy, you know? Like, everything's going to go crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. People are going to get violent, mm -hmm. you know? It's, it's not true, Mike. A very low percentage of the people actually act that. Mm -hmm. and I was through, I went through a, I went through a blackout also in, in in New York. I don't know if you remember. You gotta get out of yeah, I remember. It. I remember. Mike, we went outside. I had a little TV, right? Mm -hmm. Like those, you know, those old little black and white TVs that you, well, I plugged it into the cigarette lighter yeah. outside on the, and I put the TV on the dash of my car and the whole neighborhood, Mike, came to watch the TV. We weren't killing each other, Mike, and we started cooking. Yeah. And somebody brought something else and, 
and we were having like a party, you know, somebody brought beer. Yeah. Like when things get crazy like that, Mike, the enemy is the situation. It's either the hurricane or it's it's government or or it's the troops coming in. You know, people pull together. It's not gonna be that way, Mike. There's now watch this. Small pot of that, but not like the now that that event you're describing definitely sounds doable for like a like a you know a, sh a short period of time like a day maybe two maybe three but i'm talking about like you know say seven days a week after that week you know people know the, the uncertainty of what's going on if it, if it's a prolonged event but if it's a shorter event then sure people will be like okay yeah sure three days off work hell yeah you know said let's go cook i'm going to lbp house we cook it out again today but uh, okay once once uh, once the once that like that nuance of like just like the initial excitement of having no work and just chill wears off then what like yo that's when things might get out of hand because people are like well damn like i ain't got that much food in the refrigerator or if the power is out but, you okay. know, so go ahead okay all right look you could you could go right now to argentina or venezuela the people there they're not eating each other Mike. oh they're but they got i mean but but they, 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 their, their currency is bad but their currency been bad for 10 years so they're used to it but they, they got power to internet. Everything is normal there to them because they've been living in that for a long time. It's just that they ain't got no savings on average. <laughs> they ain't got no pensions, no 401ks. That's gone. But, but Mike, the, the people now, it, they don't have the 401k now. They're spending it. They're making somebody else's money. It's, it's, they, they're not losing anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, I get you. And I and I hope and I also think apart from just like sharing my comments and thoughts on what's happening here, I'm just like speaking on some like, you know, it's entertainment for now until it's not. And God forbid it does. But, you know, I'm thinking something more prolonged to where it's not necessarily about me or you. It's the people who don't know what's coming. The people who live day to day, check to check, you know, you know, meal to meal. What about those people? Like they're the ones that will take advantage of opportunity because the police officers, crime is going. I mean, you know, think about it because the cops go be in the same predicament. Their families back home ain't got power, ain't got food, so the cops ain't gonna be about protecting and serving us anymore. It's gonna be about maintaining themselves. So disorder will, will happen fast if it's a prolonged event. So, and I'd imagine they would want something more uh, attention getting rather than just a quick three day vacation, three day a week, you know, three day extension vacation type of thing. So. Who knows? But you also you also you also gotta think, Mike, when you ain't got no job, you're not gonna have any bills either. So <laughs> Yeah. Hey, the repo man won't be coming and I guess uh the they won't be coming to foreclosing your house either. <laughs> exactly. They're they're gonna be helpless. It's almost gonna be enforcing it, you know? Yeah. Hey, also also yeah, yesterday I heard the rewind, you know. There's mm -hmm. a guy that was impersonating me, you hear? In person you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saying he was maxing out his credit cards. I heard him. In the oh, oh, yeah. Last night. Oh, the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. He bought a. He got to bought a Porsche. <laughs> yeah, you got a yeah, Porsche or something else. Like he's one of my followers. Hey, Mike, mm -hmm. just real quick. Mm -hmm. Like I never said anything about. Uh, what do you call it? Secured loans, you know, like, like if you have collateral, yeah, that's not a good idea. You know, he's talking about buying cars and all this. He, first of all, he's buying something that's not money, so he's not really gaining anything. He's, right, he's that, gaining he, a depreciating asset, and not only that, they're gonna come take it. You know, right? He, he's having a good time in the short term. That's basically what it boils down to. So, 
I mean, I, I, I mean whatever his strategy is, I mean, I, 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 I can see it, but I don't understand it. So it's not for me. So, but yeah, you came to me. I mentioned, I, I think you, I, I think I mentioned you or something when he mentioned that yeah. the LBP method. <laughs> Maybe he's selling parts, you know. Maybe he's scrapping the cars, you know. That's that is smart. Or he putting it on, or he putting it on Turo and making some money off of it, renting it out, and getting getting some income yeah, off the dang yeah, thing. Maybe he, yeah, maybe he's renting them or using them for Uber or something. <laughs> Get picked up at the Porsche. All right, man. Appreciate you calling. <laughs> yeah, be good. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, Uber and a Porsche. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, man. We about the uh, hour point, man. I appreciate everybody for hanging out with me. I did miss some calls. Forgive me. I, I'm going to try to get better with that. Um, but anyway, um, as always, tomorrow's Friday. It's going to be a good day, as always. If you wake up with air in your lungs and uh, right in your right frame of mind, thank the Lord for another day and uh, heading into the weekend. No Mike and Mario tomorrow. We won't pick up again until the beginning of the new year due to schedule changes and stuff like that. But I do got a call right here. Let me get this person. Uh, let me see if I get him on here. Did I get him? Did I get him? Did I get him? Did I get him? Hello, Carlos. Shane, where you calling from? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's your name? Where you calling from? Troy. Troy from Dallas. What's going on, man? Uh, the show topic. Just wanted to uh, drop some uh, thoughts I go ahead. I had while uh, watching the uh, Leave Everything Behind and also the Civil War movie, which is, uh, I guess, one is like the precursor, and then the other one is well into the event after it's had some time to uh, metastasize a little bit. Right. But um, one of the more interesting things I thought about that kept, that was on my mind, I haven't seen people talk about it. Uh, the, the the main actors in the movie, I guess is Ethan Hawke and the other guy that was the like the old handyman or whatever. Mm -hmm. They were, did it come, they looked like twins in the movie to me. It was like, it was almost as if they're like the same person from like, that took different life paths. You got the one guy that, that lived the American dream and the other guy that's like the, the old fashioned style American, like do for yourself, mm -hmm. like the bootstrap type of guy. But it was, I, I kind of thought it was a parallel, especially that scene about them uh, when he was bargaining for the money for the medicine for his son. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like, it seemed like there was some sort of parallel, like, <laughs> like these are the same guys in different circumstances. Like this is the new American person the original like what you know like self-doing attitude to the american and yeah. those two ideologies uh, coming basically clashing just due to the uh situation uh, you know the pandemic yeah and and the new american the guy who was prepared the guy who was well in tune with what was already going on before the event struck is uh he can't he can't he comes off as being like the hero because I'm assuming those pills might have helped his son. And another thing is that bug that bit his son and he took out his teeth. I'm thinking like, what, what type of, was that a zombie type of situation? I, I was I was wondering where that was going because that was a little bit extreme yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was kind of random, but I think that's, after looking about it in hindsight, I think that's a big part of the movie is the uncertainty. Mm -hmm. You know, so much of our life is caught up on screens and on devices. And once you don't have access to your device and you're in the middle of the woods, it's like, nothing out there really kind of, I mean, it matters, but it's like what's going on around you really matters. But mm -hmm. we're, our, our, our mentality is so projected onto like news, current events, all these things. And it's like, if something really goes down, you're not really going to know what happens. You can kind of have a idea from like all the media and stuff you consumed before. But mm -hmm. once you don't have access to live media, it's like your imagination just sort of takes over. You have nothing but your imagination to go off of and, 
and everything you learned before. There's no internet, no library, or or not even time to sit down and study. Right. You know? So it's like you sort of left to your own devices at that point. Yeah. Hey, man. Appreciate you calling and sharing the thoughts, man. Good to hear from you. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, be good. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah, man. So that's just, I mean, there's a lot of things out there still is out. It's just being yeah, interesting. Um, Carlos says, what do you think was the real uh, purpose of the jab address? There's no doubt people waiting one market to be in it. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's a part of it. Of course, you know, not, I, I, I think there's, there, there's been different vials for different purposes. So not all of them have the Bluetooth activity to them, I think, but once again, I don't know. But once again, I think those that was just version one of what they would like to actually put out in the population between now and 2030-ish. So we got a long way to go, man. Um, but anyway, once once again, we can only control what we can and leave the rest up to God. And that's all we can do, good folks. So for with that being the case, signing off. Stay prayed up. Get your weight up. Enjoy life. Smile. Love on your loved ones. And just enjoy the moment because if you are in the land of the living, you are blessed and highly favored. All right, good people. Be blessed. See you. I might, I might live stream tomorrow afternoon instead of with Mike and Mario. So we'll see. But anyway, be blessed. Be safe. See you guys later. Peace.